Hi, I'm Kristen. I'm a social self-prez 911963. Hi, I'm Kaisa. I'm a sexual social 918 with the three and five fixes. Hi, I'm Sammy. I'm a self-prez social 911 with five wing four and four wing three fixes. Those, yeah, those are really like that's so both of yours has been so illuminating to social mm-hmm. middle and like it's mm-hmm. exactly how with my self-pres middle like just how much like how how much of an aliveness there is to it that mm-hmm. with both of yours like it's so alive in a way that like I don't think was previously expressed like Sammy this is like the most I've ever heard you talk or like I'm... express yourself are <laughs> like, you serious just just within the past like two three episodes like I've just noticed mm-hmm. that you've been talking and like expressing things more like I feel I'm like making you... jokes yeah like, like goofy I'm for fun. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> no I I've I've sensed it too it's like I don't know, like, I don't know how to put it into words, what was going on in the past. I mean, we, like, had a whole episode about it. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just, I was in a very different frame of mind. I think I just, I literally just learned to, like, loosen up, um, like, in a very real way. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, and it's also, like, I don't know, like, if this is like my introverted sensing or something but the way that I have felt with it is like I guess all of us and like maybe you run into this with people in general but like everyone kind of feels like they've got like an automatic thing going on so like maybe they're contributing and like maybe they're not and but it's like very automatic and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then like when you start to kind of open up these other areas of yourself that you haven't previously explored or or like put much attention to or something like the color starts to come back and like I start to see people kind of like breathing more like they're more alive in what they're saying and what they're doing like I don't know it just takes on a different vibrancy um Mm -hmm just in my perception I don't know if maybe that's just me but that's kind of how it feels is like there's a different vibrancy about both of you like that it's I don't know and I don't think it's just from Chicago either I think it's also from doing this work too no that's that's exactly how it feels actually yeah Mm, I don't I don't feel so reserved especially like in the aftermaths of that social dream and all that processing Mm mm-hmm I I feel like I all all the uh, characters in my head they are working together and there's <laughs> a lot that I can't like pour from mm-hmm. when like it was very limited before, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting what you said about the like secondary instinct, like what the difference there is. Yeah, it just feels like, and that's why I just with both of okay first I felt it with me and now seeing it with you guys it's like wow there's like a lot in the secondary instinct that 
I don't think we're no one never really talks about as much like it just makes me feel like full in life <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're obviously not like you know everything's solved obviously but it's it's just like a richness there that I didn't feel before that I think is just like pretty um important mm-hmm yeah. And like when we get off the call, there's like another dream that I want to share um, mm-hmm. about an active role I took with a dog. <gasps> but that's, yeah. In yeah, a good we, way? In a, it's complicated, but I'd say <laughs> mostly good. Mm-hmm. It just, it, okay. Yeah. This was a, a super interesting dream. Um, okay. So this mm. was yesterday. Um, Okay, so I was at a hotel with my family. We were on vacation somewhere um, unknown, and we had rented out a dog for a few days, um, or maybe for a few hours, I don't know. But I was like instantly drawn to the dog, the jog, the jog. The dog was very gentle and kind and always smiling, um, kind of like a human would. Like it was kind of weird, but like, I just felt at ease and I felt loved in its presence and I just wanted to spend all my time with it. And, um, on like the last day we have the dog, I asked my family where it is and they say, Oh, it's outside, like in its cage. Um, I let it out of its cage and I just, I spend time with it. Um, I'm kind of grieving because like, I know we have to say goodbye. Um, but I'm there with the dog, like, it's, like, licking my face. I'm so happy. Uh, but then it's time to, like, pack up our things and take the dog with us. And um, I can't say goodbye. Um, I can't let go. So basically what I do is, like, when I try to, like, take the dog with me or, like, keep a part of it with me, the dog, like, transforms and now it's it's just like a piece of fur, a piece of fur that like has eyes. So it's like I'm I'm convinced that like the dog is still with me somehow, like alive. Um, the essence I, of the dog. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the the essence of the dog is like still with me, like in my hand. Like it it didn't die. It's it's just like it had to shrink itself down so I could like keep it with me Thank and. You. Yeah, no one would notice. Um, like it becomes harder and harder to keep this with me because it's just a piece of fur and there's activity around me. Like my dad is like, you know, getting all this luggage out of the car. There's like movement and the piece of fur like falls out of my hand and I'm like scrambling to pick it back up. But like in the chaos, my dad steps on it and it's like it's destroyed it like splits in half and I'm just like devastated he doesn't even understand what's wrong he didn't even notice he stepped on anything and I'm so upset so that's that's the dream basically wow oh and that's maybe why your why your father complex didn't come along for your social ride (laughs) 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 wow so there's just a lot there. I haven't even 
let's see, I've processed it a little bit. Um, but I just know there's a lot there that I there is a lot there, can't yeah. see myself. Mm -hmm. So I mean, especially, especially with like the dogs, like when dogs have appeared in my dream before, it was never like this. So this mm -hmm. is like one of the first times I've taken on an, another active role um, with the dog or with any sort of like animal in a dream. Usually when I have animals in my dream, I'm like curious about them, but I'm distant. So this was also just like an interesting dream for me from that point of view too. Mm -hmm. How was your like, and this is kind of a broad question, but also like, um, how was like your childhood with like your parents? Um, like, did you have a lot of like stuffed animals and things that you played with? Or like, did they go through a lot of your stuff and get rid of things? Like, what was like the object literally uh, relation like when you were little? I didn't really have, I had a lot of possessions. I had a lot of toys. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like my dad was always lenient in allowing me to have like whatever I wanted. And it was actually my mom who was like, they don't need all of this. Um, but I didn't have, I didn't really have any stuffed animals. I mean, I the only stuffed animal that I've kept is like a, teddy bear that I had with me when I was born mm -hmm. um I still have it can you even see it no you can't but it's there <laughs> um, I don't know if that answers the question no it I mean, does I, yeah I had a very different relationship to animals and dogs growing up but I don't know that's not really the, the symbolic object of the dog is it um, well, what it what was your relationship to dogs so like I was terrified I had a massive phobia I could not be around them and it wasn't just dogs it was like all animals and like insects like it got to the point where like I needed psychiatric help whoa um, yeah so my first yeah like it was actually really bad I'm not even exaggerating. Like wow. I would scream and run away at the sight of a dog. Even if I saw like an ant on the ground, I'd scream. It was like irrational, like, like brain chemistry imbalanced. Like, I don't, I don't have the words for it, but like it got, it was so bad that like I needed to be put on medicine. Um, and I needed like exposure therapy for wow. uh, animals and I'm okay with dogs now, but it like, it was a huge journey just to be okay with animals. Um, so. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My first experience like in therapy or like getting psychiatric help was as like a young kid um, who couldn't deal with animals. <laughs> and so oh, I'm guessing oh that's because like your family didn't have pets and. We didn't have pets and. You didn't grow up didn't around grow up pets. anyone. Yeah no friends just, with pets not really I mean I that one girl the gaslighting friend she had cats but cats were tame compared to dogs who were just like that's true you know but yeah but yeah I cats was, don't really like outsiders necessarily yeah I mean like I was eight years old and like 
up until then, I hadn't really like spent a lot of time around animals. Um, I had relatives who had animals. I don't know what I did before then. I think they must have like locked up their dog. I know like at friends' houses, they would have to lock up their dogs and stuff. But yeah, mm. yeah, we didn't have we didn't have any animals, so I wasn't used to being around them. When you like think about or try to get in touch with like that fear, what do you think that was? Like, what were you so afraid of? Oh, it was just, it felt like a threat to my boundaries. I didn't mm-hmm. want, I was worried that like the animals would touch me and I would become contaminated, not mm-hmm. literally, but just like my well being, like my equilibrium is thrown off now that this thing is like in my field. Mm. of sensation my holding environment right um I was used to being so self-contained and in my own world that like anything that seemed like extremely energetic or that I couldn't control it was the fact that I couldn't control what this animal did it was going to touch me lick me bark at me and I couldn't do anything about it other than scream and run away and like try and find a place of safety so that's like kind of what was going on I just I didn't know how to control I'd had control over my environment you know living in a house no animals my own room you know like I just learned to live with my withdrawnness um you know and I wasn't really outside a lot I didn't like to go outside um and so when you know I was left to you know live with amongst the elements it was just like terrifying (laughs) amongst the elements (laughs) yeah in our nice suburban town (laughs) (laughs) that's so fascinating Yeah. yeah I was asking about the objects thing just because um like there's the the dream ego is like attached to the thing and wants to take it with them um so I wasn't sure if there was either like an absence of or an over um indulgence of like these kind of like uh objects of transference or whatever they're called the transitioning objects when you were little like Mm. you have like a teddy bear or something that like it's meant for comfort like as you're transitioning into an older age like you have something or and even just transitioning from the adult to being alone like you have something to hold on to sort of thing like there Mm -hmm. just feels like there's something about you wanting to keep the dog and the fact that your family's only renting it in the first Mm -hmm. place is interesting like I don't know if that would be like a family complex of just why your inner family system thinks it can only rent and not own a dog because like renting a dog can be pretty damaging to the dog um so like I would wonder why they're renting it and then why um you decided that like you wanted to keep it with you and went to the extent that you did almost to the point where it's like lifeless it's just a patch of fur (laughs) in order to keep it like that's interesting to me yeah I mean it was interesting because like that feeling of like just pure love 
and gentleness. I guess like it was so rare to feel that way, maybe like within the family system mm. with like my family, like head types, eight fixers. Yep. Um, yeah, the temporary just, of renting a dog. And then also like you're saying of the love that you feel. Mm-hmm. Like it felt rare in that moment. Like, I mean, family vacations are not always relaxing. <laughs> um, so I think maybe that was just like, total comfort like in in what is sometimes like chaotic but then it's like yeah like I I was so keen on keeping it with me and like I I did that like at its expense like it just literally like just a piece of fur Mm -hmm. it 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 didn't have any like autonomy I was responsible for it and like I dropped the ball Mm -hmm. well and like you're you were saying before um there's like a control aspect here too. Like, it's almost like if I'm experiencing this thing, um, I can like, instead of it living on its own, I can control it and keep it with me and access this point of love all the time. Like I can feel it. I can see it. Um, like it is proven to me all the time rather like tangibly like almost like self-pres tangibly it's a resource now it becomes a resource rather than like an inherent sense of the thing Mm. do you know does that make sense yeah like you want to you want to materialize it which like devoids it of its life Mm -hmm. Um, which then like with your father, specifically him stepping on it, like I've said before, I'm very interested in what your father represents because he seems to always be playing a more important role than almost any of your other family members. I mean, like sometimes I think, I know your sister has come up a lot and, um, your mom like plays the least role out of all of them. I know. Um, and what I'm kind of picking up from it, um, like going with the idea of your dad being the one that steps on this thing, like that could be seen in like a negative way and it could be seen in a positive way. Like in a negative way, I think it's saying like when you're thinking too logically about something like it and when you're you're like you when you even said like he's um like he only does things his way that kind of thing like that's kind of what you were doing in the dream of just like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take the dog for me it's my resource put it in my pocket kind of thing um but in a kind of positive way like this is something that you are identifying with too emotionally so like the masculine form is the thing that brings in logic and fact so like oh my god I'm consumed by this love and even like and it becomes almost a possessive thing rather than just unconditional like instead Mm -hmm. of unconditional love you're you're wanting to possess it in a way and he's trying to extinguish that by saying like no we're not gonna and it was by accident, of course, but in the dream, it's really solidifying that idea of like, this is a, a relation that um, doesn't serve you in any way by being uh, over 
took by your emotions and and so he's like showing the the logic or the facts of the situation that like you can't keep this as a resource because it it will get squished <laughs> you're gonna squish it so like you know it it in that way I kind, I kind of like that one a bit more just because it feels Me too. yeah Me too. more accurate <laughs> into it but um I mean, either way, there's some kind of threat of you losing, like if this is a social representation and say like, you know, do my friends love me or not? That kind of thing. Like this is a representation of feeling the threat of people not loving you, like of not showing it or not, or you not feeling it or like something like, or them not feeling it. Like it's this question of like, you know, or that where, it's not there to stay. Yes, or it's temporary. Yeah, mm. like it would be that kind of um, like, oh, now that I I might have felt that within me, like, how do I maintain that? Especially when it isn't just a resource, because I think that's the thing with self press socials is that you want to use social as a resource, as self press resource. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh my god! Yeah, so it's like. <laughs> you're trying to get it there but it's like it's not meant to it's meant to just be seen on its own as something that's providing like or fulfilling an instinct on in you that's completely different than than self-pres I didn't even think of it like that because yeah like me trying to like bring it down to like the size of like just a feather and mm-hmm. keep it with me that's exactly like what self-press social is doing mm-hmm. you know it's not like connection for the sake of connection at all even though like I had that moment of like love and being at ease like I couldn't just let it be that and you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like I need to keep this with me what if I need this again <laughs> I can just pull it I'm out and greedy. eat it yeah <laughs> I don't know. Like toxic Sammy. <laughs> Getting greedy. Ooh. Are you just using us for your personal resource? <laughs> oh my God. Ooh. Wow. That's, that's how, toxic. how dare you? <laughs> I feel used. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic 954 those are the ones you really got to watch out for the most toxic they'll make you think nothing's going on I'm just you know just being withdrawn I'm not doing anything it's 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 a shtick don't <laughs> don't be they're, just, they're waiting for the right time to yeah. explore to attack and exploit you yeah <laughs> and then they they will murder you and take a piece of your your as as a as your a memory. Essence. Yeah. yeah. They'll, I they'll want take your essence. a they'll take a lock of your hair before they bury you so they can carry you around. And crush you. <laughs> There's a piece of me that wants to crush you. That's all that's all this is. You think this is a relationship? It's <laughs> I'm just waiting for the moment to crush you and steal your hair. <laughs> Oh my god. 
<laughs> self prez getting greedy. I'm getting greedy with my relationships. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, seriously. Stop messaging all the group texts. <laughs> You're so annoying. I got to stop asserting myself and inserting myself. <laughs> I'm getting greedy. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> This is just going to keep happening for the rest of time. It's yeah. just finding more ways that Sammy's toxic. Oh, yeah. But you can find you can find solace that you can have that forever. Yeah. <laughs> yep. you, yep. You're going to forever going to keep calling you a toxic. <laughs> it's it's like it's a social signifier. Mm-hmm. It means like I'm 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 in. Yep, you're in. You're you're in and you're toxic. I made a joke at my expense that means I'm like in their like psyche somehow. Mm-hmm. They've they've thought about me. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. I, I, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm just kidding. But like, I know. <laughs> that's uh, that's no. perfect. We should. I'm just gonna cut that whole part out and just put it as an episode called "Toxic Sammy." <laughs> <laughs> just so that everyone knows yeah in my dreams i'm just being toxic with my social i'm getting greedy that's no but that like that's like what that stirred up for me like realizing like i want to use the dog as like i want to take it as a resource like i'm Mm -hmm. greedy for the connection now but i'm not just letting it be (laughs) <laughs> so funny. Is it just coming oh. out of your voice? Oh. <laughs> I'm getting so greedy for the connection now. <laughs> it's like Wait, the nine five, the nine five stem, like <laughs> kind of like void of like the natural like emotional buoyancy needed to like talk about these things it's just not there <laughs> so it's <laughs> as a matter of fact i am getting greedy it's <laughs> like <laughs> a fucking ghost talking in like the corner of my room <laughs> sorry i've been getting greedy <laughs> And it's like greedy in the most like, you know, not their way. I got a feather. I got it. I got a lock of their hair. (laughs) (laughs) Then that's like all I need. (laughs) I got the feather. I'm good. A lock of fur. This is perfect. (laughs) It's too much. It's too much. I've done too much. I've stolen too much. (laughs) I've asserted too much. <laughs> I did I do like the, the bare minimum and I'm like, oh my god. I'm to step back. It's too funny. <laughs> I just I just want to say in a serious way <laughs> that um 
it's not that you're getting greedy for the connection. <laughs> it's that you're thinking the connection is like it's a, a re- tangible like resource. Yeah, that you could. No, pull I mean, from. yeah. <laughs> I guess because I was saying greedy, like in a self-praise way, but I can't, I don't know how else to phrase it. Like I know, I know. No, that's a good way to under. But like. <laughs> I know, like, like what you're like, wanting to to associate, like how you're wanting to associate with it, is like, um, like letting that association go. Like, yeah. I am not being greedy. I am just accessing connection in a way that I haven't before, and it's not something I I need to like think it, I'll run out of it at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the thing with your dad stepping on it. It's like, like it that like putting it in that form shows just how much it you can run out of it if you're going to keep it in that form Mm -hmm. like you will run out of it if you keep thinking it's it's like a it's a self-preservation thing Mm. that's such a great dream why didn't we even why didn't we just start with that one I do now realize why people send each other like postcards or something because they want some kind of object for me, it's always just like, oh my trash. God, yeah. like, <laughs> what is this? A piece of paper? Postcards just became understandable. <laughs> like, I self-pressed blind. <laughs> what do you mean our connection isn't like a, a trans transcendental like energy? What do you mean it has to be on a piece of paper? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that I'm just going to like throw away. <laughs> They yeah. were understanding social middle in its entirety. But <laughs> <laughs> postcards. <laughs> oh my god. No, but it's true. People want like I mean it's also like, you know, I mean it's like a cool picture, but it's also got like a note on the back. And so it's like And it's I a can... piece of me, like, look, I'm here and I'm yeah. just showing you that I'm thinking of you and what the fuck? Postcard. <laughs> I've kept postcards from like middle school just because it's it's just little like thoughts that someone was thinking of you and wanted to reach out while they're away or whatever. It's just paper waiting to be recycled. <laughs> yeah, all that waste of paper. I mean, that's why we have climate change and stuff, you know? <laughs> Okay. All right. I mean, now no. we're getting social. <laughs> no, but that's just interesting. Like, because it's true. Like, I do see it. Like, if I keep something for a while, sometimes it something does mean a lot to me. But eventually, I'm like, you know, this is just like a piece of paper. You mm-hmm. know, I fe- I felt what I need to feel. <laughs> I've the gotten all my. I've gotten my resource from. Yeah. So interesting. I know. Wow. Well, I was going to ask for everyone's address and start sending. <laughs> oh. But never mind. <laughs> I would love your postcard. I would keep your postcard. I like just sending letters. I was actually thinking about this, like no joke, sending letters to people. Like literally oh. like on the start of this call, I zoned out for like a millisecond and thought <laughs> I should get people's addresses and send them letters. Oh no, but I actually, if because oh, now I'm thinking maybe I want a postcard from like <laughs> Finland. <laughs> uh, and like, oh my god! Uh, just see, like, you're not contributing to global warming if you don't throw it away. I know. This is 
You just have to keep it forever. Exactly. Got to do my hoarding. That's, <laughs> but that's like... Uh, Another toxic a... Sammy move. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, if you, if you decide to send me letters and stuff, I promise I will practice receiving and uh, connecting in ways that I haven't before. So, yeah. <laughs> So go. what you're saying is you secretly do want letters because you like the idea of postcards and letters. <laughs> well, I mean, letters, letter is different. There's a lot of thoughts in it. Like oh, postcards, well, yeah. there's nothing, they don't say really anything. It's right. like, hello. I'll put a, I'll put a postcard <laughs> in it with the letter at least. Okay. Okay. They'll come together. <laughs> <laughs>